This is the Professional Stepdad Podcast, where we share stories, strategies, and ideas from men just like you to answer one question and one question only. How can I be a better stepdad? And we're live. Welcome back to the Professional Stepdad Podcast. I am your host, Franco Zavala. We are on episode 40, and that is pretty exciting because every 10 episodes is a great milestone. As you can see, the background's changed a little bit only because I, uh, I'm on a little bit of a staycation here in, in Arizona so I can get some work done before um, we get ready to take off on our family trip. So there are a lot of new followers, a lot of new subscribers, and I am so incredibly grateful and thankful for you guys to be here. I'm, I'm always open for suggestions, ideas. Uh, you want to be an, um, um, a guest on the podcast. You want to come in and, and talk about not only your story, but about your situation and, and how you're handling it. I'm all ears because if you do not know, the objective of this podcast and this show is to inform. It's to properly um, develop skills and tools for stepdads that are coming in the future and stepdads that are going through it right now so that they have something to look at, to go back to, to listen to, to watch, especially when they're going through the tough times, right? Because anybody can get through the good times. We all can. But when you're going through the tough times, that's where, uh, that's where the metal meets the road. So again, thank you guys very much for joining. Okay, so cool stuff. Um, first, the last episode I did with Logan Pierce, um, I, I had met Logan, never actually met Logan. Logan's from Florida. Let me change this mic for a second here. Problem with this mic is it's heavy. That's not much better, is it? Okay, so Logan is from Florida, and Logan has an amazing story about um, sports and being an athlete, um, growing up with baseball, dealing with a bio dad that is also in baseball that was actually a rival in high school. Um, but all the great lessons that he learned along the way. So if, I, if you have not listened to the last episode, I highly recommend going back. It's actually not the last episode. I kind of went out of order on accident. So his episode is going to be 38. Um, sabotaging your relationship is 39. And then this is going to be 40. So today, 40, we're going to talk about the importance of journaling, keeping tabs. I think it's important to understand as stepdads that if you're not keeping tabs on your losses and wins, and you really have no idea where you range within a, within your within your journey, or sorry, within your home, or where you range personally on your journey. Depending on, like for instance, Logan, my last guest, um, he's on year two, and um, and he's going through some some interesting things, which which are totally understandable. And I recommended to Logan that he starts taking notes. And keeping a journal, keeping tabs on yourself is really, really great. So what I do is I just go to the, go to Walgreens and I buy this. You know, I, I obviously love good vibes. This is backwards, so this is good vibes only. And what I do in here is I go in and I write my daily commitments. And then I write down kind of the things that I want to talk about or, or go throughout the day. But more important, the very next thing that I write is going to be a journal. It's kind of like where I'm going through. It's a way for me to dump the feelings in my head, to, for me to talk things out. Because sometimes I want to approach what, let's say, my kids or my spouse um, about a specific thing that's bothering me um, within the family. And if I don't think it through, it could come off 
uh, not aggressive, I don't want to say aggressive, but it can come off wrong. But if I write it down first, then it'll allow me to think my process through. So when I do approach my wife, I've got a game plan. So I highly recommend taking accountability of your actions. Taking accountability of your actions is going to be the holy grail to your overall development as a stepdad. Trust me, I know. Again, please remember everything that I ask you to do or everything that I suggest that you do. It's only because I've done it. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, I, last year, I set a goal for myself to read over 20 books. I read 24 books. I'm not saying do that. I'm just, that's just, I'm just saying I would never ask you to read a book if I haven't read a book, right? So, so keep an accountability um, for yourself, something you can look back on. Setting goals, setting these, setting these goals for your family, for yourself, for your relationships, for how you want to um, connect with your children. It's big. If you're just kind of like in the air with it, if you're just hoping that it happens or you're, you know, you're, let's just say you're that guy that is constantly going on message boards and calling a friend and talking to mom and you're asking all this sorts of advice, but you actually never do anything about it, then you're what I like to call an asshole, right? And I'm going to put that right here. You're an asshole. And an asshole is somebody that it's constantly asking you questions, advice, guidance, but never actually does anything with, about it. So don't be that guy. Don't be that stepdad. Be the stepdad that seeks advice and guidance, but then actually applies it to his life. But how can you apply it? How, what's the best way to apply this, right? And the best way to apply this is to have a game plan, have a roadmap, have a blueprint. You can't lay a proper foundation for a home without first having a blueprint on the square foot and, and, and making sure that it's level. Don't get me wrong, I'm not a home... I'm not a home builder, so I don't, I'm not going to be very um, over the top smart when it comes to how to actually lay, uh, build a home from scratch. But I think you guys get the gist. But for some reason, there are still um, so many stepdads out there that are unwilling to do this. So a question I have for you guys is, why? Did you think that when you came into this family, it was just going to be all honky-dory, like, that everybody was going to see, see you as some sort of a savior. Like you came in with a cape on and you saved the day. That, you know, that they should immediately value you and immediately see your worth and immediately respect you because you're the guy that stepped up when everybody walked away. Do you think that? Did you assume that? Now for me, I had this vision. I had this vision of what I wanted my family to be. Something I've never shared with any of you and I'm, and not for any reason other than it just came to mind right now, but I can't have kids. After spending my time in the military, I jumped out of airplanes and helicopters a lot. So I, had, was, I was constantly harnessed. And when you jump out of an airplane or a helicopter, whatever, it's a parachute, in the military, you know, once that opening shock happens, it kind of jacks you. And I was always wondering why, because I was married before and I was engaged before. But I, was, I always wondered why I never had a scare. I never even had a scare, guys. Never, not once. And finally one time, one day I went in. This is after my fiancé left me. That's a crazy story. But after my fiancé left me, I went in and had a, a test done. And I realized that the doctors did a, um, almost like, you know, when a, a mom has a new baby. And sure she's pregnant and they, they do the ultrasound, right? They did one on, on, on me, um, 
and they told me that I've got a somewhat like a clogged artery, you know, like a, almost like like a heart, like in your heart, but like a clogged something. I can't remember the name of it. If you know, let me know because I'd like to remember um, where it was going to be almost impossible for me to birth or to have my own children on my own. And if I'm from a Hispanic family, it's all I've ever wanted is a family. All I've ever wanted was my own. And for some reason, it wasn't my this it wasn't my purpose. It wasn't supposed to happen. And for a while there, I felt really sorry for myself. And then I did a lot of self-sabotage. And then I met my family and I and it kind of just hit me like, okay, that's why. This is why I'm supposed to be here for them. But even then, even then, even in my some would call a fairy tale scenario. Even then, I had these visions of ideas of what the family should be and wanted to be. But because I didn't have any specific goals and because I wasn't fully planned out and ready, I got hit. I got shell-shocked a lot, just like a lot of you guys did. You know, where you come in, you immediately, like I said it before, expect the value and expect the, the respect and you're not getting it. And they don't want you there. Or you get the, you're not my real dad talks, right? And it hurts because you want to look at him and say, like, you know what I'm doing for you? Like, do you know how important it is that I'm here? And you start to resent them or you start to resent yourself or you start to resent your wife or your, you start to resent your partner. And it's important to remember, stepdads, that it's not about you. It's not about what you're doing or how you're doing it. Why are you there? Let me take you the reason why I'm here. I'm here because I fell in love with my wife. I knew I'd found my best friend. I knew I'd found my soulmate. I knew I'd found the person I want to be with. And that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be with her. She had five kids. Where most men would run, I didn't see it as five kids baggage because all I thought about was her. How can I build a relationship with my wife? How can I show the kids that the best way to show the stepchildren, the best way, the best way to get your point across of your value and your worth is to treat their mother like a queen. But you can't just treat somebody like a queen if you've never done it before. You got to do the work on yourself. Then you got to come together as a partnership and you got to build these goals and keep a daily uh, reminders and journals and weekly and monthly and bi-monthly of these specific goals that you want to hit as a couple, as a family, as a person. And I'm telling this to you guys because this is what it takes. This is the hard work. The hard work is being real with yourself. The hard work is being honest with yourself. The hard work is actually sitting down and writing. Um, a lot of you stepdads out there aren't patient enough. And let me tell you something. Every parent, bio or not, the, the biggest commodity we have as adults is patience. We've been through life enough and we're now at this point of our life where we can have patience. And some of us choose not to exercise it. And because of that, we get overwhelmed, we get frustrated, and we walk, we run, we fight, we push away, we block, we put up our walls, which then in turn has them do the exact same thing. And before you know it, you're sitting with your buddy on the couch one day watching TV talking about remember back when. So don't get to that point, right? Plan. Just start planning now. It's no different than a financial advisor telling you to plan for your future. This is a relationship advisor telling you to plan for your future. 
And the best way to plan for your future is first go, okay, what am I great at? What, what am I bringing to the table? What am I really, really good at that I can become better at and, and, and I can better my best? What do I need to work on? Am I drinking too much? Do I smoke too much? Do I cuss too much? Am I listening? Am I paying attention? Do I even take the time to listen or care or communicate with anybody? Do I get angry quick? Why do I get so mad when somebody says, If until you come to that full understanding of self-reflection, you can never get to a point of your partnership challenge, right? That's what it is. It's a challenge because now you are going to both be bringing into the relationship these different ways of parenting and the way you think parenting should be. And you have to come to an agreement, not an argument, an agreement. An agreement to split the role 50-50. This is going to be hard for some of you to hear. This is going to be hard for some of you to grasp or understand. Bio moms, stepdads, or vice versa. Split that if you need to. If you continue to look at your partner as anything other than the same any, if you continue to look at your partner and stamp and place a value on that person that's different than you, you will consistently run into roadblocks and dead ends. It cannot be split responsibilities within the home. It cannot be. It cannot be that bio mom only does this and stepdad can only do that. It has to become equal. And for a lot of women out there, a lot of, a lot of w women, specifically women, because women have gone through the relationships, the bio have gone through the relationships where maybe they were mentally or physically abused. And the last thing they want to do is let any other man next to their kids. But until you can learn that the only way to mend your heart is by doing it with somebody that's going to not only be there for you, but to encourage you and to, and to build you up and to put you on a pedestal, you will never get to a point of letting go of the past. Bio moms, it's not your fault either. It's not your fault why you're here. And and I said that in a in a in a in a talk once. I was talking to a few to I think it was like maybe fifty people in a room where they had me come in and talk about um, parenting and step parenting. And I said that exact thing. Bio moms, it's not it's not your fault. And um, you know this. This dad, this bio dad, got up and said, well, you know, my wife, all she did was want to party all night. She drank all the time. Before you know, she got hooked to oxys. And he immediately wanted to place all the blame on their problems on them. And then I just asked him a simple question. I was like, hey, listen, I go, did she make mistakes? Yes. Did she screw things up? Yeah. Did she mean to? No. Did she get lost? Yes. Is it her fault? No. Why? Because these are the inherited traits, beliefs, values that she was brought up on. Her circle of influence, her parents, her siblings. This is what she believed to be the norm. She doesn't know anything different. Same thing for the gentlemen out there that are going through the exact same thing. You don't know any different. You don't know any better because nobody's ever taken the time to teach you. We teach our kids in school, math, science, English, social studies, but yet we don't teach them how to properly goal set, how to properly plan, how to properly look within. We're always wanting to look out and blame others. 
Imagine if everybody took responsibility. And it all starts with the journal. It's self-reflection and accountability. And that's what today's episode is. Episode 40 is self-reflection and accountability. Are you doing the things that you know you need to be doing? Guess what? The self-reflection and accountability that go along with your relationship and your parenting and yourself is the exact same stuff that goes along with your work and your health and your wealth. And spiritual as well. Everything can be brought back and tied into proper planning and self-reflection. Writing things down. So I highly encourage every one of you to go to Walgreens, CVS, whatever is nearest you. Kroger's, um, Publix. Grab a book. Go to the section. And make yourself a promise that for the remainder of this year, that not only will you start setting six daily goals. And if you want to call them goals, go ahead. I like to call them commitments. Because when you make a commitment, it's harder to break it. Start writing down these six things you want to do throughout the day. And they can be scattered. They can be have to do with your kids, your business, your work, your health. It doesn't matter. Six things. Start small. Take little bites. More important, on the very next page or on the very page behind it. And don't go any further than a page, guys. Because the mistake I made was I was like, man, I am just writing forever. And then I had to commit to just one page. Get everything out in one page. For that day. September 19th. To 2020, and then just start going. Just start dumping your thoughts. Who knows where it's going to lead? Some of you are going to write a book about this. Some of you are going to message me and say, "Holy shit!" Some of you are going to message me and say, "This didn't work." Every one of us are going to have different. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Results. The results are going to be different for everybody. But if you can take that time to properly journal and properly actually take accountability and that self-reflection you will see things begin to change very, very quickly. I promise you. I promise you because you will have a measurement. You will have something to measure where you're at. And it's a whole different experience because when you have something to measure and you have something to look back at and compare and contrast, then when you set goals, these goals are no longer dreams. These goals are actually tangible things that you can reach if you plan correctly. That includes your relationship with your partner, your relationship with yourself, and then the relationship with your kids and the others. So that's episode 40, guys. Self-reflection, journal, Um, accountability. Again, to all the new subscribers, happy to have you here. Please, if you know another step-parent, share this with them. Ask them to subscribe. If you know a stepdad who's got an amazing story and wants to share it, Please have them contact me. My email has been all over this thing. So has my social medias. Um, I'm proud of all of you. And I say that and I will continue to say that all the time because you don't hear it enough. If you need to hear something that gives you satisfaction and gratitude and value and worth, come back to this episode, episode 40. Come back to it and just hear these words. Step parent, I'm proud of you. You're valued, you're needed, you're wanted. You are worth it all. You can be the very best step parent. You can do this. You wouldn't be here if you couldn't. And I'm very proud of you for that. 
until uh, until episode 41, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Stay focused, Stay focused. productions.